We've all seen it, reports of grocery store shelves, empty, but just how empty are they? I mean, it's one thing to see a photo or two online posted on social media, but just how empty are grocery store shelves right now, and what is the reason for it? Joining us now is Dr. Simon Samoji, who studies the business of food at the University of Guelph. Dr. Samoji, good afternoon. Pleasure to speak again. Good afternoon, Jeff. All right. As I mentioned, we've seen pics posted online on social media, various empty store shelves. Do we, first of all, doctor, do we have an idea just really, truly how empty Canadian store shelves are right now? I think as many people have seen on social media, as you mentioned, there are certain products that are a little bit thin on the shelves or they're not on the shelves. Uh, it's, It's a problem, but it's not widespread. Some shops have plenty some don't uh it's it's not great but i think the food system's working in the background to make sure that those outages are sort of short rather than long term all right is there a concern that some that are posting these photos that they have an agenda behind them that they're trying to advance uh, something uh, political well who knows i think it it's i think it's important to really focus on the on the reason why those uh, products aren't there and there are a number I mean uh, we're seeing the issue with with truckers not being able to get across the border if they're unvaccinated uh, but that's just one piece of the pie uh, yes there are fewer trucks on the road and that increases the likelihood of products not being on shelf and it increases the, the, the cost of, of freight but we've also had uh, significant winter storms over the over the last few weeks, and that slows down trucks. Um, but also, there's absenteeism. Uh, you know, people have got COVID; they they can't work at the food processors, the the grocery stores, and that sort of means that that products aren't getting on shelves. So, yeah, that I think some people are a little bit politically motivated, but there are a whole set of reasons why this is happening. Yeah, and you mentioned that snowstorm from last week, and really even uh, Monday we had a significant uh, dumping of snow uh, once again uh, this week. And are we seeing, in a sense, a bit of a perfect storm, if you will, Doctor? I mean, you just mentioned a bunch of factors there. Omicron, labor shortage, the vaccine mandate for truckers. Are all of this uh, combining in some sort of perfect storm right now to empty some store shelves? Yeah, for want of a better term, it is a little bit of a perfect storm, um, a perfect winter storm, if, if you will. Um, but, you know, if you also add in the, the fact that at this time of the year, we just can't grow certain foods outside, uh, particularly fruits and vegetables. And, you know, we import about $21 billion worth of food from the US and about $3.5 billion worth of fruits and vegetables. And uh, we, just have, we just have to import them from places like Mexico and the US. Uh, so there, there is a whole set of compounding factors here that are leading to these outages and, and higher prices. So how concerned should we all be about the food supply right now? Uh, I wouldn't be too concerned. You know, I, I think at the end of the day, sh- stores and particularly shelves on stores and particularly empty shelves on stores are things that the food processors and the retailers don't want because then they can't sell you what you want which means they're losing money. So uh, they're all working very hard in the background to get as much product as they can, as quickly as they can onto shelves. So I'm not concerned. I can think, you know, there'll be a few outages or a few things, but uh, those outages will will be uh, filled up soon. And uh, so I think it's it's not a time to panic. 
Yeah, and is that a message that hasn't been getting out there, and does it need to get out there, do you think, Dr. Samoji? Because it certainly is a shock to the system for a lot of people to go into the grocery store, and yes, you might be used to one item or two items uh, out, but when you see empty store shelves, uh, racks uh, empty, I mean, again, it is a real shock to the system. Yeah, um, I think people should rest assured that everyone in the chain is doing their best to get products back on shelves. And and for, mo- for the most part, the businesses like our major grocery stores, like our food processors, they, they're used to these types of issues of winter storms, of, of uh, absenteeism to some extent, you know. So I think, you know, that we will see some outages. They will be short term, you know, and I say to consumers, you know, shop around, you know, if you can't find what you want, maybe go to another store or maybe there's an alternative in the store. So um, it's, it's not a big concern. I think we'll be, we'll be out of the woods soon. Okay, not a big concern, but those that, uh, again, it is a shock to their system. I mean, it might induce some panic buying. We've seen that uh, time and time again throughout the pandemic. Is there a concern, and is that going on right now, do you think, a lot of panic buying, a lot of hoarding of items? Yeah, we're not really seeing the panic buying that we saw way back at the start of the pandemic in, say, March uh, of 2020. Uh, we're not seeing that. Um, I think it's it's a case where I think people are a little bit used to this. I, I think panic buying is a bad thing because you're effectively you're buying things you don't need, and particularly if you're buying up things like fruits and vegetables that are highly perishable, then you, if you're not going to eat them all, it's just going to go to waste. So what I say, if, if the likelihood of outages, particularly of fruits and vegetables, uh, you know, there, there is the frozen food aisle. There are very good peas, carrots, corn, uh, broccoli, other types of berries that are on that, uh, sorry, in that aisle. And uh, they're, they're just as good for you. They may not look as good or maybe taste as good, but they're a lot cheaper as well. So think about alternatives. Be smart. Don't throw away your money on, on products that you don't need. Mm-hmm. And speaking of throwing away your money in food prices, I mean, we've been talking about that on and off over the last uh, four or five months anyways, the escalating food prices in grocery stores and the inflation rate uh, here in the country. How much is all of this, this again, so-called perfect storm you and I have been discussing, how much of that is factoring into higher prices at the grocery store? I mean, it is. We, we predicted for this year a 5 to 7% increase in the, in the food price, in, sorry, in the price of food which if you look at inflation in Canada, so the cost of everything is going up by about 4.8%, and, and, and that rate of increase is higher than inflation, and, and wages aren't going up by a lot as well. So it's, it's not a great time. Um, I think once we start moving to a situation where we come out of winter, uh, when the Canadian growing season comes online, particularly for fruits and vegetables, that we'll, we'll see this issue uh, become less. And I think you know, we, we're just in an unlucky time of the year as well, as you mentioned, with, with storms and COVID, Omicron, absenteeism. So um, I think there's there's reasons to be positive for the future. All right, just finally, can I ask you, as somebody who studies the business of food, just how tough has this last little while been on grocers and grocery stores? I mean, with escalating prices, supply chain problems, uh, labor shortages, it's had to have been a tough go. Yeah, but, you know, the, for grocery stores, I mean, uh, the biggest employer in Canada is Loblaws, uh, the biggest private sector employer, I should say. And, you know, when they can't get people in trucks, when they can't get people in stores to move the products from those trucks onto shelves, uh, that, that causes outages. So, 
and of course, if there's not product on shelves that you want to buy, then they lose money as well. So it's been a tough time for them. They are a, a resilient bunch. And uh, yeah, they're working hard to get things back on the shelves. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you again, uh, you mentioned frozen foods. Is there anything else that you can advise people when it comes to trying to lower their uh, grocery bill? I mean, we've talked in the last week or so about uh, some apps that help people identify sales and uh, mm-hmm. those uh, enjoy tonight, buy tonight uh, items. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. What you mentioned there, Jeff, I think ha- have a look at those, you know, the, the close to use by date items. And of course, there's a difference between best before and used by. And, you know, best before items are still good to eat. Uh, after their best before date has gone. Uh, the, the frozen fruit aisle is an area where you get good quality product uh, that's a lot cheaper than particularly fresh fruits and vegetables, particularly at this time of year. Uh, and, and be smart, only buy what you need. Look at the flyers that you get in the mail or online. Um, it just comes down to being a little bit flexible in what you buy and a little bit smarter about how you buy. All right, Dr. Samoji, appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, Jeff. Be well. Dr. Simon Samoji studies the business of food at the University of Guelph. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. (laughs) For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.